This episode is sponsored by Tarot by Sky, a small business that provides tarot card readings and clarity to those who are after guidance in their life's journey. Use Thank You 15 for 15% off your first reading. Welcome to the Emrose Collective, the ultimate guide to creating your dream life, business and relationships using modern personal development tools and manifestation techniques. In today's episode, I'm going to be diving into journaling, why journaling is so important, how to journal and some of my top tips for journaling. It's the biggest topic I get questions about and I have done an episode previously, which is episode five, if you wanted to go back and listen. But since there are still a lot of questions, I thought a deeper dive would be great. But first, as always, a little life update. I hope you are all doing well. Again, especially to those in lockdown, those numbers are just not going anywhere. (laughs) So sending all of my love to everyone in lockdown right now. It is a full moon today on the day of recording. It's the seventh today, but you guys will be hearing this on the ninth. (laughs) Um, But it's a full moon today. So I've been feeling very tired, very low energy. Um, which is normal. And a lot of people have told me they're feeling the same way. So there's definitely a lot of energy around this new moon. Um, But I feel like it makes it a lot easier to deal with when you know kind of what's going on um, and why you are feeling a certain way. So um, being prepared for like a, a new moon feeling is something that I have gotten used to, which is good. I also um, have joined a 20-week course. I actually joined MBA, which is um, Catherine Zankina. She's Manifestation Babe. She does a 20-week course, which started this week. Um, And because it is, it does dive a lot into a lot of inner work and healing and really kind of more the spiritual side, which I mentioned was something that I was kind of looking for. And this really popped up and this was something that I wanted to do. So um, because it does dive deep into a lot of that stuff, a lot of the first modules and the first things that you do, it really creates this purge of feelings and purge of energy that so much is released. And I've been feeling super emotional and, you know, have gotten headaches and not been feeling well and really tired. And that's just my body and my energy releasing everything that is not going to serve me. So I'm just getting rid of all of that at the moment, which is very tiring, but it's definitely worth it. I'm really, really excited to get into this course. I have wanted to do it for so long, so many years, and it's always been that thing that just I wanted to do, but it it never really felt like the right time. And, you know, as soon as I started realizing that I did need something deeper, I did need to dive into healing and looking at my inner work and going deeper than just manifesting, this resurfaced and I just took took the dive. So that's what I'm doing for the next 20 weeks. I'm so excited for it. I have already met some really amazing people through it. So um, we create these accountability groups for there's about a thousand people in this course in this um, 20 week section. Um, so we create like little accountability groups and there's people all across Australia and New Zealand that I have in a group that I'm chatting to and then a smaller group of kind of five, six girls 
that I, I am getting to know as well, which is a really great opportunity. I'm loving it so much. I have been working hard away at the next launch of products for Lahuria. I'm launching a restock on Thursday and <laughs> I've already had to order more because lots of people at the moment, lots of salons are putting in wholesale orders, which is so incredible. Like I'm just so grateful. I have no words to describe the feeling of people wanting to stock your brand in their salon and people being so excited about your brand that they want to promote it. So I'm so excited about that. But obviously wholesale orders are taking a lot of the stock, which I'm not complaining about, but I I like, I'm super happy about it. I'm just kind of finding my feet on forecasting how much stock I need to order. (laughs) So it's a good problem to have, that's for sure. Um, And then also this week, I have really found myself wanting to focus on the podcast and focus on building this community to the potential that it has. I didn't actually realize the level of what this podcast was at. Um, you know, I saw the download numbers and because they are quite a high, higher amount lower than, you know, the number of followers I have or the number of people that view videos and things like that. Um, I didn't really understand the magnitude of of podcast reach until I started doing some research this week and realized that the number of downloads that I get in a week puts me in the top 25 to 30% of podcasts, which is a high group because there are a lot of podcasts out there, but that is just incredible. I didn't realize. And um, you know, the feedback that I get from the podcast, it's the, the podcast is growing to more people that aren't in, you know, the the circle of people that I grew whilst I was in my last job. And so it's reaching more and more people now, more business owners, more people that are outside the beauty industry. So welcome to all of those new listeners and that my beautiful new audience. But I realized, you know, I think I doubted myself a lot in this podcast. I think I doubted my growth. I doubted the potential that this has. And so I'm, I'm trying to really, you know, give myself a chance here now. And and now that I've realized the potential that this has and the growth that it has already had, I'm so excited about it. So I am actually working on a little, not a rebrand, um, but just kind of getting a rhythm going with my posts and the brand that I want behind this podcast. So I'm working with a graphic designer this week um, to create a new podcast cover photo and I have been chatting to a lot of business owners that I want to collaborate with and I'm actually going to start moving into the guest space of the podcast. So it's not just going to be me crapping on. (laughs) I'm actually going to start inviting in some guests, particularly people that are industry leaders in the field of mindset and business mindset and, um, you know, people that can really help add value to this podcast and add value to the content, as well as business owners that have inspired me to grow and business owners that I look to for success and inspiration and motivation. And I really want to bring those types of business owners onto the podcast so that we can chat to them 
about their journey with mindset behind business and their journey with manifestation if they have one or how they grew to what they grew and the challenges that they faced along the way. So I'm so excited about that. I have been chatting to some incredible business owners that I am wanting to get on to the podcast. Um, I have one lined up for hopefully next week that is going to be really exciting and just chatting to her has helped me. So she's going to help you guys so much. Um, but yeah, I'm super excited about that. So I just want to thank you guys all for sharing the podcast, listening to the podcast, all of your feedback. It's just been amazing. And I'm so grateful for this community. Like you're just so awesome. I'm still, I still have a little bit, actually a lot of imposter syndrome, which is a little hint at the guest that's coming on the episode. (laughs) Um, I've also had a lot of questions about my skin journey and the journey that I have gone on with healing my skin that I mentioned last week. And um, I thought maybe I was going to chat about it on the podcast episode, this episode, but I think what I'm going to do is do a live on Instagram and talk about the actual steps that I am taking to do that because I think they are quite adaptable to anything that you are wanting to do. Obviously, you know, with the manifestation journey, you kind of adapt the way you do things to what you are trying to manifest. Um, So I'm thinking about doing a live on Instagram. I will let you guys know on Instagram when that will be. So if you're not following me already, at mrose.collective is the handle. Um, If you are interested in finding out exactly what I'm doing and following that journey as well. My recommendations for this week, I have two again because I couldn't decide between the two. Um, Both of them have just gotten me through not just, you know, lockdown, but the last few months, they're just something that I'm finding comfort in. So I want to recommend anything by Taylor Jenkins Reid. I just read one of her books through a book club that I'm in. So that's how I discovered her. And that book just, I just could not put it down. There is nothing that I love more than finding a book that you just cannot put down more so, more, more than that, a book that you are excited to jump into bed and read. Like I was getting into bed at like seven o'clock just so I could read this book. (laughs) Um, And then from there, it just stemmed. I literally just jumped on Booktopia, I think, uh, was where I got them from and bought everything by her uh, and they have all arrived. So I've been making my way through them. I've read um, the one I started with was Malibu Rising, which is really good. Daisy Jones and the Six, Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, I'm reading at the moment. And those three books are really, it's just, it's so cute because she places characters throughout these three books that are in the other three books. Like there's kind of like there's all these different stories and then they have this synchronicity between them. So um, definitely recommend those three. And then my favorite, favorite one so far by her is maybe in another life. I could not put that one down. So highly recommend Taylor Jenkins read if you have not read her already. Um, My second recommendation is Smooth FM. (laughs) I used to listen to Smooth FM years ago on my way to work. And you know when you just kind of like go through phases of your radio? 
Well, Smooth FM is my current phase. And I've just, because I haven't been doing a lot of driving, I haven't been listening to a lot of radio, but the other day I was driving from somewhere and it was taking me a while. Oh, I was driving from, I went to go do some work at the studio, the new studio in Ringwood. So I went to go do some like click and collect orders and stuff. So that's about a 30 minute drive from my house is the longest I've been in the car for ages. <laughs> and um, I couldn't, like, I could not find, my phone was like in my handbag or something. So I was flicking through the radio and there was just talking crap all across the radio and I landed on Smooth FM and so my car has been set to Smooth FM ever since. And every time I'm driving somewhere, it's just this absolute tune that I just rock out to. It's amazing. Not rock out because it's Smooth FM, but, you know, sing my little heart out. And so I've been popping it on my computer whilst I'm working and just I think it's just the comfort of the songs. Like all of the songs are songs that you know and love it's the nostalgia, it's the warm hug of songs that you grew up with and songs that you've known forever and songs that you can just belt out. So highly recommend Smooth FM. You will not have a bad time. So like I mentioned, today I wanted to talk about journaling. It was, I did a poll a couple of weeks ago on Instagram because I do get so many people messaging me, asking me how to journal, what they should be doing, basically everything that I recommend around journaling, right down to what pen they should use because, you know, you guys know I love a good pen and journal. (laughs) So um, I feel like this is a really highly requested topic and something that people really focus a lot on. But I'm here today to limit, not limit, but remove the complications around journaling because I feel like the first thing people do is really overcomplicate the process of journaling. The most common thing and the first thing I wanted to touch a note on is people worrying about doing journaling wrong. And I'm here to tell you there is no way to do journaling wrong. No way, like nothing, no possible thing you could write in your journal would be doing it wrong. So that is the first thing that you need to remove from your mind. That is just people overcomplicating it in their head. So to really break it down, really scratch it back, really simplify it, journaling is literally just writing down your thoughts and feelings so that you're able to understand them more clearly. Your thoughts and feelings could be things that you are going through currently. It could be things that you are trying to manifest. It could be things that you have experienced previously. It can literally be anything that you want to focus on. I love journaling purely because it is the biggest way that I gain self-awareness. I love this quote that I came across the other day. And the quote is, the quality of your life is determined by the quality of questions you ask yourself. So the quality of your life is determined by the quality of the questions that you ask yourself. And that is all about your self-awareness. Think about how many times before journaling, if you do currently journal, I couldn't imagine dealing with the things that were going on in my head without getting them out. You know, I might have had someone to talk to. I might have had people to vent to, you know, I I might've had other avenues, but there is nothing like 
getting everything out onto paper to clear your mind. I actually genuinely find it a way of meditation. That's how I see journaling because I just don't, I have, I personally have so much going on in my head that getting it out onto paper just releases everything. I think of it like a kettle, like an old school kettle, ones with the little flap on top. (laughs) If you had a kettle and you were boiling the water inside and all of the water is boiling and bubbling and boiling away and there was no release, there was no flap on that. I'm sure flap is not (laughs) the correct word for what it is. But if there was no flap on that spout, the water is just going to like, there's no release, right? When the kettle boils, you want that steam to release out of the spout because that is the release. You're just letting it, if you're hiding it, this is the worst analogy ever. I'm so sorry, but I'm sure you can picture what I'm trying to say. (laughs) You're holding it all in, right? And if you hold something all in, eventually it's going to explode, You need to have that release. You want to give yourself, you want to arrange your mind. You want to organize your mind because if you don't, you're going to explode and you're going to find that the way that you deal with things is going to be messy and it's going to be, you know, if you're bottling up feelings, all of these feelings and not letting them out, eventually it's going to explode and it's going to be dangerous and it's not going to be healthy. Basically, journaling allows you to feel. It allows you to feel your emotions, all of them. And for both personal development and manifesting something, you need to tap into your emotions and you need to allow yourself to feel. For personal development, once you are acknowledging your emotions and you're acknowledging what's going on, you're able to move forward instead of bottling up and and avoiding things, right? So getting it all out onto paper or however you want to journal is going to allow allow you to acknowledge how you're feeling and work through that however you can. With manifesting, we know that feelings and emotions are so important with manifesting. So just thinking about what you want to manifest is great. You know, that's, that's great. But journaling it out is going to allow you to feel what it is like to manifest that thing. You're going to write out exactly what you're going to manifest, exactly how it makes you feel. You're going to really have time to explore those emotions and it's going to really level you up to a whole new level because you're able to actually acknowledge those feelings around manifesting that thing. And that is what puts you on a high vibration. That is what allows you to manifest that thing into your reality. So I'm going to give you some tips on how to get the most out of your journaling and the different ways you can actually journal. But first, before I do that, I actually wanted to chat really quickly about today's episode sponsor, Tarot by Sky. So I actually came across Sky randomly on Instagram one day and saw that she was offering free readings. So I sent her a message and a few hours later, there was a four page, eight card reading that was so in depth and so accurate. And it was just exactly what I needed in that moment. I knew that I came across her on purpose because she was what I needed right then and there. So she did an incredible reading for me. And I actually then did a post on my Instagram about her. 
And in the next few days, I got so many messages from friends and people on Instagram to say that they went to her as well. And she was so incredible for them too. So I reached out to Sky to let her know I would like her to be the sponsor of this episode at no cost, just in exchange for a discount for you guys. And she agreed. So Sky started providing tarot card readings at the age of 17 to family and friends. And then she discovered that she had a gift and that she wanted to take it further and create a business out of doing something she felt truly was her life's purpose. So five years later, she is still providing everyday people with the guidance and the help that they seek. You can find Sky on Instagram at tarot by Sky underscore. And if you follow the link in her bio to her Etsy, you can book a reading with her using the discount code THANKYOU15 for 15% off. And if you do get a reading from her, make sure to let me know because I have heard so many incredible things from the people that have gone to her so far. So go and see Sky. She is amazing. So my top tips for journaling. Now, I forgot to mention before, another thing that people worry about is, you know, not doing it consistently or at the right time of the day or trying to figure out, again, doing it wrong. There's some weeks where I do not journal at all for for many reasons. You know, I might just not be feeling aligned. I might be just not really understanding what I need to focus on. And that's okay. It's okay to not journal for a couple of days. It's okay to journal at different times of the day. You don't have to journal as soon as you wake up. You don't have to journal before you go to bed. That there is no right or wrong time to do it. You can journal in the middle of the day if you want to. Just take the time to do it. You don't have to journal for three hours. You don't have to journal for five minutes. You can journal for however long you like, however long you feel called to journal for. So I feel like um, I wasn't actually going to do this for another couple of weeks, but because there has been so many questions, I am going to actually launch another journal prompt challenge. And I have found this challenge really good for beginners that do worry about, not worry about, but but overcomplicate it. And it's a really good foundation for getting started with journaling. And I kind of try and teach you how to get the most out of your journaling and, and talk about what you should focus on, kind of give you some guidance into what you should focus on. So if you are interested, I am going to do another journal prompt challenge starting on Monday, the 13th of September. So the Monday after this episode comes out, if you are interested, I'll pop a link in the show notes so that you can join. It's a seven day challenge. Basically what we do is we have an initial chat at the start of the challenge via, we can do it via zoom, via voice message, whatever you're comfortable with. And chat about what you want to focus on, what you want to get out of the challenge. That could just be you just want to learn how to journal and you just want to find some direction. And for the next seven days, I then give you journal prompts every single day. I don't load you with seven journal prompts and send you on your way. Basically what I do is after our chat, I figure out what we should focus on, where we should focus our direction. And then I give you one journal prompt. You then check in with me the next day. Let me know how you went with that journal prompt. And we kind of alter the journal prompts as we go to suit how you are feeling and how you are finding those prompts. So if you want to join, 
Monday, September the 13th. The link will be in the show notes and we can get you started with a really good foundation of journaling. Now, journaling is not just for manifestation. Um, like I said, I did. I do find it a great form of meditation. It actually allows me to calm my busy mind, focus on whatever I need to focus on, but it is also a really good tool for manifestation as well. It's it's just it's a great way to just get everything out. I cannot express it enough. It is getting things out of you rather than having them bottle up. And, and it allows for clarity and direction on whatever it is that you want to focus on, whatever it is that you find is going on internally. There's a few different types of ways that you can journal. Um, you know, there's there's just doing kind of a brain dump, checking in with yourself, writing out how you're feeling. It could be a brain dump in terms of like a reflection on your day, if it's at night, a reflection on how you are feeling, exploring how you are feeling, really just getting everything out that you feel like you need to. Usually you kind of will start writing the first few lines and just find a flow. And that's why it's kind of a brain dump because you just go with it. Another way is actually answering journal prompts, which is what I mentioned we do in the journal prompt challenge. Now the journal prompt questions. Um, the journal prompts are usually questions and they kind of give you some direction and guidance on things to write. So answering that question, whatever the journal prompt is, is going to actually allow for structure and a way that you can focus on whatever you need to focus on. I guess the thing with journal prompts is actually finding prompts that do work for you, which I'll give you some tips on in a second. Um, but journal prompts are really handy. I find that I use journal prompts mostly when I don't really know what I want to focus on and they help me kind of have some direction on the prompt for that day. And another way to journal is scripting, which is one of my favorite ways of doing it. Scripting is very handy for manifestation. The other two are mostly more aligned to kind of personal development and mindset. Scripting is a lot around manifestation. So scripting is where you actually write out a scenario where something that you are trying to manifest has manifested. So let's say, for example, you are, when I was manifesting my house, I would actually write scripts on what I would be doing in the house. So I would write scripts as if I was living in the house, I was you know, walking around the house, what I could see, what I was doing, most importantly, how I was feeling. And for scripting, you can kind of do this for anything you are trying to manifest. So I will do things for, for example, for my restock coming up on Thursday, I will probably do a script on Thursday morning, just outlining how my day is going to go, what I'm going to do throughout the day, how I feel, what actually happens when I restock, you know, people come on the website and people are interacting and I'm getting so many reviews and and I'm scripting exactly how that restock and the launch on the website is going to go. Scripting allows you to really dive into your feelings and it allows you, because you are scripting and you're really putting yourself into the mode of this already happening. This is happening right now. It allows you to feel exactly how you would feel if that thing did manifest. So you're able to really tap into those feelings and get on that vibration of attracting that thing into your life. Now, 
let's go back to journal prompts and finding journal prompts that actually work for you. You can you can find so many people that offer lists and lists of journal prompts that you can kind of download and and use. I do actually plan to kind of collate some of my favorite journal prompts and have it as a resource for you guys so that you can download it and kind of refer back to it if you don't have something that you want to focus on and you find that a journal prompt jumps out to you. So lists like that are really handy if you do come across anyone that does offer, you know, ebooks or journal prompts. Sometimes there will be, let's say, for example, 21 days of journal prompts. And if you if you find something like that, usually it is one theme that you're focusing on for 21 days and those journal prompts are aligned to that theme. For example, you might find a 21-day journal prompt challenge based around authenticity and that's your theme. You can also find, you know, downloadable, which is what this is what I want to do, downloadable kind of lists of heaps of different journal prompts and you can read through them and something might just jump out at you and you're like, yep, that's what I want to focus on. So those are really good too. Something I like to do as well, um, if I can kind of tap into the way that I'm feeling, if I can tap into what I want to focus on. So let's say, for example, let's say that I am feeling anxious about something and I know that I'm feeling anxious about my relationship. So I know exactly how I'm feeling. I know exactly what I want to focus on. I would probably just jump onto Google and Google journal prompts for feeling anxious around a relationship and just find one that jumps out at me. So that's a way you can do it if you do know how you're feeling and what you want to focus on. But a lot of the time, if you're struggling to want to journal, if you're struggling to find something that you want to journal on, you're, you're, you don't really know how you're feeling and you don't really know what you want to focus on. The hard part is of journaling is figuring out what you want to focus on and what you want to journal about. So that's, that's that obstacle that you need to pass is figuring out what you actually want to focus on. So some ways that you can kind of figure out how you are feeling and what to focus on is I like to start with a brain dump type journal session. So just writing about my day, writing about things that happened and really diving into how those things made me feel basically. If I had an uncomfortable conversation with someone and it made me feel uncomfortable, why did it make me feel uncomfortable? What was I feeling? And Tapping into those kind of things, really diving deep into your external factors is going to allow you to figure out how you're feeling, why you might be feeling a certain way and what you can kind of focus on as well. Journaling can be on paper, putting pen to paper. That is my preferred way to do it, but I'm just, I just love writing things down. So pen to paper, you can type it on a computer. You can have set yourself up like a journal in a Google doc or something and write it out on a computer. You can voice memo it. So every day you can record a voice memo of how you're feeling. That is really helpful because you can kind of like just go with the flow. However, I do find that with journaling, because writing does take a little bit longer, it allows you to just slow down your mind. It allows you to slow it down to get it out onto paper. And that's why I find it so similar to meditation. You can do it whatever way you want though. It's it's just about getting out what's in your head. 
It's about clearing your mind. It's about gaining clarity. It's about slowing it down and getting it out. So don't overcomplicate it because that is the first mistake. By overcomplicating it, you're going to overwhelm yourself. You're going to stress yourself out and it's going to be something that you can't confront because you have overwhelmed yourself so much about it. You're going to find the flow. I promise. Just start. That is the hardest part. Just start journaling. Just get a journal, get a nice pen and start journaling. I could not recommend to to really get into a routine of it. Find a good spot to journal in your house. So find a spot that, that brings you calm and you can be on your own without any distractions with good lighting that's comfortable. Get a beautiful journal that you love. I am a sucker for the moleskin journals because they are just so luxe and so beautiful. Officeworks have an awesome range of journals. Find a good pen. You guys, again, know I love my pens. I have a pen that I use for study, a pen that I use for journaling, find a really nice, beautiful, flowy pen. Once we're allowed again, go into Officeworks, you know, that little like stand thing with all the loose pens and they've got the sheets of paper that you can practice writing on. Do that because you can just find a pen that you just love the flow of. For journaling, I don't use my Lamy pen because it is a little bit it's a beautiful pen to use, but I like black pen for journaling. It gets a little bit too intense when it comes to me and pens, but I have a pen that's like $4 from Officeworks and I buy the same one every single time I go in and make sure that the flow is beautiful and I go and get it. So find a good pen, find a good journal, create a space within your environment, A, where you're going to actually journal and B, inside your journal, create a space that you cannot wait to dive into, that you cannot wait to to get started. I wake up every morning and my journal is right on my bedside table and I wake up every morning. I open my blinds right next to where I lay down on my bed. (laughs) I open my blinds crack the window to let some fresh air in, pick up my journal and I'm comfortable. I am just, I've just woken up. I'm still comfortable. My brain waves are in a state where I can dive into my subconscious. I just love journaling. I look forward to doing it every morning. Sometimes I do it every night as well. Create a space that you just cannot wait to be in both physically and mentally. And now that I think of it, if you do go and get a reading from Sky, that is a great place to get some direction. She, her readings are going to give you guidance on, you know, what's going on, what's coming, what you're going to focus on. And you can start by journaling about the guidance she gives you on. But if you do need that foundation, if you do need that help, the journal prompt challenge starts on Monday. So jump in and join It's going to be a lot of fun. Every person that does the challenge and does the rounds with me, we just gain so much clarity and so much direction and they're able to continue on because they have built that foundation. So do not stress, do not overcomplicate it. Just let it out. Whatever is in your head, just write it down. You cannot do it wrong. There is no way to do it wrong. Just go for it and the flow will come, I promise. 
If you loved this episode, I would absolutely love if you could share it with a friend who you think would love it too, as well as leave me a review on Apple Podcasts and make sure you are following on Apple Podcasts and Spotify because that is what puts me in the charts and shows me to everybody else that I can help. And make sure you come and join the beautiful community in the closed Facebook group, the M Rose Collective, as well as on Instagram at mrose.collective. And I will talk to you next week. Have an awesome week. <laughs>